what's going on okay we're back with our second episode of the week which is crazy i don't know the last time we've done two episodes in one week but i know it's kind of later in the week but it's okay but i decided instead of doing one on wednesday i wanted to wait till after the post rap press conference and very very excited that i did because i think i wasn't going into the this press conference i wasn't really expecting much but max brought the heat which we haven't seen in a little bit he was fired up sean strickland obviously i mean his first ever post um his first ever press conference with the ufc like on a big stage like on international fight week he did not disappoint at all um just and then obviously israel adesanya has some of the best one-liners in the ufc so i'm really happy i waited and it was by far like i feel like this one has been one of the better press conferences we've seen and i was just excited to see it because max holloway i mean after watching it and everything, I was thinking, okay, stuff's about to go down, baby, and I just cannot wait, and this whole entire card obviously is stacked, but I just have a few, this episode isn't going to be very long, but I just have a few things that I wanted to get off my chest, because I feel like there's a couple storylines, maybe some things that are flying under the radar, but I guess to first kind of go back into our last episode, I was really wanting them to do Andre Mooney's versus... um Uriah Hall and put that on the main card, but I guess the UFC, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They know better than Kellen, but I really do think that putting that Barbarena versus Robbie Lawler fight on there, that was absolute money because Brian Barbarena, bam, bam, brings it every single time. And then obviously Robbie Lawler's coming off that big dub over Nick Diaz. So I think that this one, a lot of people do think that this could be fight of the night, especially on the main card, but I, on the main card, it's just... There's just going to be too much high-level stuff going on, dude. Like, I don't know what's going to happen between the main event, but all I can guarantee is the co-main is going to be absolutely insane. So it's going to be really tough for Brian Bam Bam and Robbie to take that fight of the night. But you never know what could happen because every single time (laughs) I've watched Brian Bam Bam Barbarina fight, it's been insane. Because I think last year he had, what, he fought Jason Witt and Darian Weeks. Yeah, those are two tough fights. And I gave Jason Witt and Brian Barbarina. I'm pretty sure that was one of... I gave that my award for fight of the year last year. Just because Brian Barbarina looked down and out. And then he kept cracking Jason Witt. And then like Jason Witt lost his mouthpiece. And it was absolutely insane. So I think that the UFC, obviously, they did a good job putting that on the main card. I would have been so pumped to see Andre Mooney's get a spot on there and just make this the card of the middleweights like I was talking about. But it's okay. I, I, I like that move. And then obviously don't touch Brad Burdell for Jalen Turner, as I said. But I just cannot wait to talk about this card. But okay, let's first talk about something really fast. When's the last time we've really seen Max is fired up since like, okay, he was fired up during his Ortega um, presser or like pre-fight press conference. And then I feel like he's been relatively calm, especially because even Volkanovski today was pretty thrown off by Max getting all fired up. But there's just something about this. You want to start top to bottom or do you want to start bottom to top? I'm, I think that I want to start talking about the Max fight first. Because I want to highlight my favorite fights. I'm not going to go through every single one. I'll give like quick picks and stuff. But I just, I have to get this off my chest right now, okay? This is my first hot, this is my first hot topic besides um, talking about Robbie Lawler versus Brian Barbarina. First thing, how crazy would it be if Max Holloway gets a finish here? And I know it's like talk of the town and everything that... Max Holloway getting a finish. Like everybody's just talking about how what's it gonna take for this trilogy to end? Is it gonna turn into a tetralogy or whatever? Or is it just gonna be one of those things where we can never truly determine 
who's the better guy i it, it's really tough i've volkanovsky and max are on separate levels but as as i've is well documented on here i obviously feel like Volk won the first fight and Max won the second fight and I've just been salty ever since Volk won that second fight. And when you know when a betting a sports app or a sports betting app gives back money to guys to people that bet on Max after that second fight, you know that it was probably a little bit of a sketchy decision there. So anyways, I do I see this Max getting a finish. And I know it sounds absolutely insane just because everybody's talking about how Alexander Volkanovsky is making huge strides i mean his last fight was not competitive at all versus korean zombie um he looked really good against brian ortega but we just got to go back to that second fight okay and again that banter between them back and forth was absolutely sick the way max Holloway, he didn't have his best one-liners out there today between the um getting his head because his volk's head so big i don't know if that was max's best material and stuff but i love his heart's there okay he was all fired up but we have to go back to that second fight. Max has put Alexander in more compromised positions. Again, like I was talking about, Armand Sarukin versus Matash Gamrot. Armand put Gamrot in some very compromising um, spots. But I think Max, if if anybody's going to get a finish, it has to be Max, even though that sounds absolutely crazy considering the amount of power that Volkanovski possesses. But what did Max, he snuck in a head kick and he cracked him with an uppercut. And Alexander was wobbled twice in their last fight. And I don't think that, I do not believe that Alexander stunned Max in either fight. I know he cracked him a couple of times and I know it took him down, had some very advantageous takedowns, but I think Max is going to get a finisher. The whole entire energy, you just get these energy. Like, I'll talk about this is, you know, when Conor McGregor was like in his prime time and every, every time he went to a press conference, you just felt it like his one liner with Jeremy Stevens, it's infamous. Like you just felt every time after that, pre- after his press conference, you felt he was going to perform except for these last few where you, his fight back again. I mean, you kind of got weird energy with the cow- cowboy just because it's how respectful they were to one another. And that was really different. But compared to the Habib one, the Habib one was weird, but we all, we all knew that Habib was not going to like let Connor do anything too crazy. We all knew deep down in our heart of hearts, no matter how much shit Connor talked, that Habib is going to get that dub. And then going into the uh, going into the Cerrone fight, Donald, I mean, Connor just didn't really have the same energy, but he still got the finish. And then against the, the Poirier fights, okay? You just kind of got that vibe where Connor wasn't, I don't know, you just, it didn't feel as if Connor believed as much as he, it didn't, it just feel like what Connor was saying, he didn't feel, it didn't feel like he believed it. And it didn't really come across as very like believable to the audience. And I, I don't know. I just get these weird feelings when I see a fighter talk. Obviously, you can tell when they're in it and when they're not. And the feeling that I got when Mac got all fired up, dude, it's going to be an interesting co-main. And I actually 100% low-key, it's going to be like riding a, riding a wave all the way up to the top like with Max and the co-main. And then it's kind of probably take a little bit of a dip. I'm expecting some crazy things to maybe happen in the main event, but just based off dominant, how dominant Israel has been, I think that Alexander versus Max is going to be the tip of the iceberg in terms of this fight card. And the fact that we even get a bonus fight between, we get the, we get to see the middleweight champ, one of the greatest of all time, score off against Jared Kennanier is just a cherry on top of everything. But 
Yeah, I want to know what anybody else thinks. You Does anybody else, did they get the vibe that Max is going to get a finish here and maybe put a skibosh to uh, this trilogy? I mean, a, a convincing win could postpone a tetralogy for the foresee, foreseeable future. So, yeah. And then, like we talked about, Max, get on that microphone and call out Charles. Get on the microphone and call out Connor. Just get the biggest fight possible and make my dreams come true. Fight Charles Oliveira. Because I'd rather see the Charles Oliveira fight versus uh, Conor McGregor. Even though Conor is probably a better fight for Max. It's... I don't know. I feel like both are going to generate massive numbers regardless. So, Yeah, so... Yeah, so let's get into some of these um, fights. Though, because I have one... So after that, after the Max, I think Max is going to get a finish. That is number one prediction. Um, number two, and I was watching highlights of him all the time, but one guy that deserves to be on notice this fight card is Andre Mooney's. They get man that I thought deserved to be on the main card. Um, I really do think that this is the guy out of all this star studded international fight week, UFC 276 fight card. This is the guy that you have to keep your eyes on because he's arguably, arguably the scariest middleweight in the entire division just because we've seen cats there's a bunch of well-rounded guys at the top of the ufc um middleweight division such as like robert whitaker marvin vittori jackerman those those kind of guys okay but when it comes to a man that can throw an absolute hitch in things it's andre mooney's just given the fact that his blast double his double leg takedown and his ability to stay on guys and keep them on the ground but not only when they try to get make it back up to their feet he can find his way to your back and he's just extremely dangerous i think that is going to be the best way in order to beat a guy like israel adesanya because we've seen guys that are really well-rounded not quite specialists on the ground we've seen him get it get israel to the ground i mean besides yawn but that's a huge that's a size difference thing we've seen guys get Israel to the ground, but we haven't been able to see guys keep him there or put him in any compromising positions. But if there's a guy that just, and obviously we know that you can't beat Israel Adesanya on the feet unless you're Alex Pajeda or something. Andre Muniz is the guy to get that job done. And he's, what is he, number 10? Uh, what is he? Number 13 is fighting number nine, right? Uh, Uriah Hall. I think this is the fight that everybody just got to keep their eyes on just because Andre Mooney, he's surging, baby. I mean, the way that he put out Eric Anders and Jacare Souza is absolutely mind-boggling. So that's who I, this is my like little sleeper pick for who, what fight could have the biggest implications on this fight card because as we've seen, middleweight division, super wide open. As we've seen, Sean Strickland and Alex Pereira, that's the talk of the town. But the real dude that I believe has the sh- like biggest chance or is most equipped to potentially take out Israel Adesanya is Andre Mooney's just because his ground le- ground game is different. So like when you got a guy like Israel Adesanya, you have to find something else that's going to work because standing up on the feet with him is not going to work. So you got to have to find where am I... Andre Mooney's on the ground is like Israel Adesanya on the feet. Okay. So that's, I just think, no, he, I, I really do think Andre Mooney's going to find the back sink in a choke or just grab an arm, grab a limb. Cause he is, what isn't his nickname like the bone snatcher or whatever? I believe that's what his nickname is. Let me see. No, I don't, it might, it might not be. It's just like, a, it's like a, uh, 
Sergapano. Who is the bone snatcher? I forget. I don't even know. But yeah, that's Andre Mooney. He's the man that you have to watch. Okay. Now let's get into let's get into my probably that's going to be the fight of the night. Okay. And a lot of other people they think that Brian Barbarena versus uh, Gabe Green. I mean, they think that Brian Barbarena versus Robbie Lawler is going to be fight of the night. The only fight of the night contender that I'm seeing, okay, is Brad Burdell versus Jalen Turner. That's the only, in terms of just fireworks from both sides, because I can see, besides out of the co-main, I could genuinely see the rest of the fights being one-sided. But in terms of a fight not being one-sided, absolute stingers on both sides in the blue and red corner it's got to be brad burdell and jalen turner jalen turner absolutely anomaly for the lightweight division super huge just like joel alvarez amazing jujitsu amazing striking i mean can just find the target with ease um great kicks and then brad burdell obviously can hang with the best one absolute he's one of the few guys when you're watching on tv you're like jesus christ yeah Definitely don't want to be fighting when I'm older because I can feel his punch through the TV screen. So, yeah, it's just going to, this fight is going to be sick. And if you guys don't decide to watch the pay per view, I feel like you can get your daily MMA dose by just strictly watching Robert Dilbert, Jalen Turner. But yeah, that's, that's how I think is going to win Fight of the Night. All this other talk about like a, a fight on the main card, there's going to be good fights. I will give him that. But in terms of like the fight that I'm most excited for, because I literally made an episode about this earlier, like this was my favorite fight. Um, just in terms of like when I get the alerts on my phone, this was this fight stood out amongst all the other ones on the fight cards. Besides, obviously the trilogy. The, the trilogy is the trilogy is going to be one of the greatest fights we've ever seen. I genuinely think so, and I just feel like we're going to get a Kamaru Usman versus Jorge Masvidal moment when Bax just stuns the freaking world. I don't know why I feel that way. I just think that Max is going to connect on a kick, connect on a shot, and it's going to shock. It's going to send shockwaves through the entire featherweight division. Like, you don't screw with Max Holloway anymore, dude. He, and he looks absolutely shredded, too. In his uh, stare down when he took his shirt off, the man's getting his big boy muscles. And that's just that's why it even makes me even confident saying that he's got a shot defending... Um, and contending at lightweight because he's looking bigger. He's looking badder. So that's the man. And, of course, so we, what have we got? We got Jalen Turner versus Brad Riddell. But I guess the talk of the town is Sean Strickland, who himself had an absolutely phenomenal press conference. But <laughs> he was calling out Israel Adesanya is insane. And this guy just, dude, I want Israel Adesanya to win because uh, could you imagine a press conference between Sean Strickland and Israel? That's going to be the sickest thing ever. Sean, he low-key is like kind of bipolar though because it's like he'll talk trash and then he's like extremely respectful. But he just kind of kind of keeps it really real and it's hilarious. But I really love strong Sean Strickland I, as a fighter, okay? His jab is absolutely sick. Takedown defense on point. Can take you down whenever you, basically whenever he wants to like against anybody. So, And he trains with some absolute killers and uh, Marvin Vittori I was watching the thing with Brendan Schaub he thinks that he's gonna get the dub over Alex Pereira but I think that this fight could end up being a lot like if if any fight on the main card is going to be one-sided like because I, I talked about how I think a lot of these fights besides the co-main and Robert Dell are just are gonna be really competitive I get I can see Sean Strickland getting performance of the night because I could see him getting a finish over Alex Pereira. I mean, Alex Pereira is really good, but when in terms of 
just overall experience and like grittiness. I don't know if Alex Pereira has really been tested like that. Because, I mean, Sean Strickland, dude, he's fought Uriah Hall and he's fought, obviously, Jack Manson, who's a perennial top guy. Um, Christoph Jocko, and then that Brendan Allen fight when he had to fight at 205 against Brendan Allen, that was insane. He destroyed him. So I just I don't see a world in which Alex Pereira wins. And even Sean Strickland, he's just so defensive, you don't hit the guy. And Alex Pereira's main juice is landing that knockout blow. And I feel like Alex Pereira could be in that state of mind where he goes all Tyrone Woodley on him and he tries to find that knockout blow. And before you know it, he's getting peppered and he's down on the scorecards. And Sean Strickland wins a 30 27 easy. Outstrikes him by over a hundred six strikes. You know, I really do think that the, this how this fight's gonna go. And also, not on top of it, Sean Strickland's gonna use his hands to set up takedowns and stuff if he has to. And he's so strong. So in terms of just ways to win, I really do think that Sean Strickland could just make this a really tough night for Alex. That being said, all it takes is one, one flying knee, one spinning back elbow, one thing from Alex to get that up. So it's just. I guess the biggest thing to take away and also against Bruno Silva though, like Alex Pereira did get cracked a couple times and it wasn't until like the very end where he started to just absolutely put it on Bruno. I think that was a great fight, but I think the biggest thing to take away is just the fact that it's the fight of the middleweights. This is the middleweight coming out show. This is Israel Adesanya defending and then just him accepting that there's some beast coming up baby and another guy that i think gave a performance of the night is andre mooney's um and yeah and then for my upset of the night though besides the co-main it's got to be gabe green i think gabe green the way his his frame like just everything i think that he really could give ian gary his first loss ian gary props to this cat because he coming into the ufc he's fought some tough dudes he fought jordan williams Who's else? Who's he's fought? Uh, Darian Weeks, who fought, who gave Brian Barbarina a pretty tough fight, and now he's fighting Gabe Green, dude. That's pretty. That's great experience coming right out of the shoot into the UFC. So he's going to develop really quickly because these guys, these fights that he's taking, it might sound like no names to other people, but pe- for people that have been watching UFC and stuff, they understand that Gabe Green, Darian Weeks, and guys like Jordan Williams, they're tough guys. They're tough outs every single time. But happy to see Brad Tavares. Think he's going to get a dub. Um. Drinkers Plus is just really heavy-handed, though. The biggest fight, like, the biggest question mark for me, I really think that, dude, Kellen's just kind of contradicting himself all the time. Well, it's, I think it's, I think it's pretty valid. I think the most competitive fights are going to be Riddell versus Alexander Volkanovsky, and the rest could be pretty freaking one-sided. Let's all, let's just be real here. Uh, I really don't know what's going to happen. Sean O'Malley, what's going to happen here, dude? I really think that the window on Sean to beat Sean O'Malley is closed. The UFC did the perfect. Everybody knows the UFC did a perfect job. He's fought freaking guys like Halle and Paiva, and he's fought Chris Moutinho, Eddie Wineland. He's been set up absolutely perfectly, and he's beat guys like Jose Quinones. He, they built him perfectly. He has grown, and the window to beat him, I really believe, is closed. And Pedro Munoz, he's going to put up a good fight, I think. But Sean O'Malley, he's legit no matter what anybody wants to say about him. He's heavy-handed. He'll put anybody's lights out, and he's going to stun everybody in the division one day. And he's going to end up becoming the champion, and that's facts. People might not really dig him. He's pretty kind of divisive. But, I mean, Sean O'Malley, 
He's going to be the bantamweight champion of the world one day, and that's absolute facts. I feel like the window on him losing to anybody anytime soon has is clo- has closed or is closing absolutely rapidly because he is insane. The fight that I want to see most is him versus Cheeto, so we'll see that happen in the future, obviously. But, yeah. Um, but the Pedro Munoz fight, it's going to be interesting. I really think Sean Amal is going to run away with that. Israel Adesanya versus Jared Cannonier. Jared Cannonier, I feel like he's going to do something kind of crazy, but in the end, Israel Adesanya is the best striker in the entire planet. Probably pound for pound, one of the best guys in the entire world. So, yeah, that this kind of concludes my episode, dude. What did I did I miss anything? No. Main takeaways: Watch out for Andre Mooney's. Okay. And main prediction: Max Holloway's gonna get that finish, baby. I don't know how he's gonna do it, but he's gonna get it done. I really do believe that. And then Gabe Green, I think that he could get an upset over Ian Gary, even though even Ian Gary is an absolute stud. Um, and Braverdale, Jalen Turner. Tune in. Must watch every single time. Thank you guys so much. I know it's a little bit strange. I feel like I'm getting kind of better at it. I know I'm kind of boring, but Bianca, she's been kind of sick. You can probably tell in my voice that I am going to have a little something in my throat. But yeah, dude. Thank you guys so much. And UFC 276. This is going to be the great one of the greatest cards of all time. Uh, top to bottom. Super stacked. But I just cannot wait to see. I cannot. I'm going to do another post fight. Uh, post fight one and hopefully nobody misses weight hopefully everybody is safe healthy and i would just hope every every single fight on this car goes in like even from like donald Cerrone versus jim miller i'm really hoping donald Cerrone gets an opportunity to walk into the octagon because he's been screwed the last couple times um between health problems um and like joe lozon his knee acting up but yeah let's freaking go this is gonna be one of the greatest cards of all time baby so thank you guys so much and I just can't wait till ceremony, ceremonial weigh-ins and Saturday. Let's go. Bye-bye.